you're feeling empty, weary, overwhelmed, exhausted, this might be the episode for you because that's kind of how Drew and I have been feeling. Right now, I don't feel like I have all the encouragement to make all the weariness and tired go away, but I do have all the compassion and empathy to feel the weariness and tired for whoever may be listening because, man, we've just been going through it lately. Like Life has been good on paper and on the surface. We've been speaking. We've been pouring. We've had lots of opportunities for, for rich, meaningful moments, and in the moments where we aren't working our tails off, we are pouring into our hearts and our spiritual life and yes. and we're reading the word and we're watching the TV show, The Chosen, which is about Jesus. Yeah, we're and in faith community, we're listening to worship music, we're praying individually and together, like we're, we're pouring back into ourselves in all the ways. And yet we find ourselves for the past four or five days just <laughs> so mentally, emotionally and physically weary. So we sat down to do this podcast and kind of looked at each other and just thought, what if we just talk about this, like where we are? Because I'm sure there are people who are listening that can empathize with this, that feel exactly what we're feeling, even though our lives may look different, even though, you know, you may you might be a college student listening to this, or you might be a married couple, but you have a very different job than we do. This feeling is something that a lot of people can relate to. And in our culture, which is the grind, you know, work nine yeah. to five, get that American dream. Which is false. How are you? Oh, good. Funny. Just busy. Oh, I'm doing great. I think things going busy. Like <laughs> things going busy. I don't know if people actually ask that. No. <laughs> <laughs> it feels like I'm weary right now and I'm trying to make words make sense. Yeah. We have all the compassion if you happen to be feeling how we're feeling. Your life may be in a state of crisis and overwhelm and because of that you feel exhausted. Or what we're experiencing right now is life is really great. Life is wonderful. We see God's provision. We trust him. We're pouring out and pouring in ourselves spiritually. Like things are rolling and going exactly how like on paper it's supposed to and everything. And we have all the faith in the world of Jesus Christ and the good news. And we're tired. <laughs> And I think that there's room for both at the table that we're sitting at. There's room if if you're coming from a really tough season right now and because of that you're exhausted. And there's also room for you if you're coming from a really wonderful season and because of it you're overwhelmed and exhausted. Yes. There have been some things that have helped us navigate seasons like this. The first thing we have disciplined ourselves to do is to first check in with the Lord and say, is there is there an offensive way in me? Is there something that I'm doing or living out or practicing that you're not okay with. And that's why I'm seeing this. Like, is this a conviction from the Holy Spirit that I need to make an adjustment? The second thing we do is to check and see, are we pouring into ourselves spiritually? When was the last time I read the word? Am I listening to worship music consistently? Am I listening to sermons? Like, am I pouring into the spiritual side of my heart? Mm -hmm. And another thing we do is, okay, where's the enemy at? How is he attacking? What is he trying to steal, kill, or destroy right now? What do I need to rebuke by the authority of Jesus? Like, what what do I need to do to set up boundaries, to protect myself, to guard my heart, to protect our marriage? How is he attacking? And then talk to the Lord about those things. And then sometimes it's not spiritual. So another thing we'll do is we'll step back and look at it from a physical lens. How much sleep are we getting? How many (laughs) vegetables and fruits are we eating? Are we drinking enough water? Are we getting vitamin D? Are we getting daily exercise? And if we go down that list and there's any no's, then it's like, okay, well, that's something we can do. Let's go work on that. 
Yes, we are physical, mental, emotional, spiritual beings. And so physiological factors definitely are at play too. And you'd be surprised at how many times we go through this kind of list together and we think, oh, I think you said it in a podcast the other day. I don't remember the last time I had a vegetable. (laughs) Or, you know, I say like, I definitely have been drinking double the amount of Dr. Pepper than I have water. That's not going to be good for my body. Or, oh, we're not sleeping well. So you go through these checks and balances. And that's something that can be super helpful in a season like this. So I think that's our first encouragement to anybody listening who might be experiencing that kind of weariness. Run through those things. Talk it over with the Lord. See what you might need to adjust. Do I need to do a little less coffee, a little more H2O, (laughs) a little less fast food, and let's eat a carrot, you know? (laughs) Okay, so my question to this is, what do we do if all of those things check out and we're still feeling this way? I'm pouring into my heart. I'm one with the Spirit. I'm walking with the Spirit. It's not like I'm working in a super toxic environment, and it's not like I'm just playing 10 hours of video games every day. Mm. I, I mean... All these things check out. I'm eating vegetables. I'm getting sleep. I'm drinking water. I'm rebuking the effects of the enemy who is alive and at work in the spiritual realms. All these things check out, and yet I'm still weary, fatigued, exhausted. Okay, then I go to a couple of places. We've already talked about this in a couple other episodes. I go to what is the quality of rest I'm getting, not just eight hours of sleep, but schedule-wise, do I have any space for rest? And the other thing is simplicity. How simple are things right now? Because Jesus led a very, quote-unquote, simple life, you know? And we talked about that in an episode of getting rid of some eye noise and just like some chaos that is unnecessary. So I think that's the next thing I would evaluate is, okay, what is the quality of rest? Because the Lord is my shepherd. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He restores my soul. Psalm 23. Am I resting? Am I choosing to fill up my schedule because there's something I'm trying to avoid if I slow down enough? I don't know. These are just things that come to mind is evaluate the quality and quantity of rest. And if it's something that's in balance with what God would want for my life. And then also how simple slash chaotic are things. Sometimes the lack of simplicity and how much chaos is in our life directly correlates to the quality of people that are in our Ooh, daily life. Yeah. So maybe all those things check out and then it's like, oh no, but that coworker I sit next to in the cubicle drives me up a wall <laughs> or my family member that I'm around all the time, they make really unhealthy choices and I just have to be around those choices all or the time. the team or the extracurricular activity I'm doing right now, I can't stop. I have to endure this. I'm for around this their static mm-hmm. all day long and there's nothing I can do about it. Yeah. So then I go back to the spiritual. Am I putting on my spiritual armor? Like Ephesians 6 says, our battle is not against flesh and blood. It's against the rulers and powers and principalities of this dark world and the heavenly realms. So I'm going to put on the belt Belt of of truth, truth. the breastplate of righteousness. My feet are going to be fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. I'm going to take up the shield of faith with which I can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. I'm going to put on the helmet helmet of salvation salvation and bear the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. And in that, I'm going to pray in the spirit on all occasions with all All kinds of prayers and requests because our only weapon as agents of light is the word of God. Mm -hmm. And so I'm going to be in scripture, but I'm also going to pray scripture consistently. That's good. That's huge. Because I think that's something that can take away a lot of weariness is actually praying scripture over myself, over you, over our marriage, over our home, over our bedroom. Like praying scripture is 
huge. I'm, we've said this before. We can't know what happens in the spiritual when we pray God's words over our lives mm. and over the people that we care about. To the toxic people that we are around consistently, what would it be like if we consistently prayed the words of Jesus on the cross, Father, forgive them for they do not know what they do. And I cannot control their behavior, but I can control my behavior. Mm. So Father, fill me with the fruit of oneness with you, which is love, joy, peace, Peace, patience, patience, kindness, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and and self-control. Oof. That's good. And the thing about that, when we start to pray scripture, is it's got to come from a humble heart. It's got to come from a gentle place because I could easily say, oh, Father, forgive them. They don't know what they're, they don't know what they're doing. They Those don't heathens. know what they're doing. I know what I'm doing. It would be so easy to get into that mindset, especially if we're exhausted, especially if we're tired or worn down or weary. And so that is another little check that I would do, checks and balances of running through all the things. And if and as I do pray scripture, what's the posture as I do that? I'm thinking of the scripture that says, in your anger, do not sin. And oftentimes, the sin that comes from anger, the prerequisite for that is the busyness, is the weariness. And so we get angry or our fuses get shorter or we are, you know, faster to open our mouth and clap back Mm -hmm. because we're weary or we're tired. And it's in those moments where we have to be extra on guard. Mm -hmm. It's also helpful to acknowledge our own personalities when it comes to this kind of stuff. For example, we're very thoughtful people. We're very intentional people. We're very hardworking, ethic people. And so for us, this may not be the same case for everyone, but for us, Drew and I can get into such a rhythm of deep and growth and learning and studying. And uh, anyone in ministry or who's worked in ministry before can probably relate when you're doing things that are so connected to the vine and so spiritual. And so you're just in that zone. It's hard to get out of that zone and not that you really want to get out of it. Cause obviously like our life is meant to be ministry to other people, regardless of what our job title is for sure. But there is this element of we get used to swimming in the deep waters all the time that that's where we are the majority of the time. We're swimming in deep waters. We're dealing with heavy stuff. We're helping people navigate really difficult things. And we've been equipped to do so. But even then we are human and you can only tread water for so long. And so we've got to figure out how to swim in not quite such as deep water. So what that looks like in real life is (laughs) we do a really good job of being so like spiritually disciplined. We don't always do a great job of intentionally incorporating playful lightheartedness. Mm -hmm. And that's not to say that we're not fun or not enjoyable because I think that's where I get tripped up a lot is I'm like no we have fun you know we went we went to a birthday party or we did this or you know we have fun when we go to the grocery store and not that that can't be fun but when we were chatting about this we had run all our checks and balances and realized we haven't done anything purposefully just for enjoyment in like three weeks even Jesus had to retire to a quiet place to pray and to rest and to retreat and to rejuvenate after he did and went and, you know, all the things. And at the same time, Jesus said, let the little ones come. There is something to be received about the childlike faith and also just the childlike joy. They're unafraid. They're not worried. They're out here just 
They got a simplicity that we as adults forget to have. Children know how to have fun and adults don't oftentimes. <laughs> like we get so busy. It's been beat out of us. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, that's so true that, I mean, Jesus says the kingdom of heaven belongs to such as these. Like yeah. the, the children who are full of hope and full of joy and playfulness. And when I hear young people is, you want to play with me? Let's play, let's play, let's play. And that's something that, because of the style of work we're doing, we lose sight of that pretty easily. And I think that is something a lot of people could relate to, that it's easy to, even in an enjoyable thing, do it to death to where it's not, it doesn't really have that element of play anymore. So if I've gone through all the checks and I am eating right and I'm one with the spirit and I'm rebuking the enemy and all the things we already said, another one is, am I making time for play? Yeah. Life-giving activities that bring me joy, that make me feel like I'm stepping into a childlike arena again. The building blocks, the frisbee, the going on a walk, you know, whatever it is that we forget oftentimes in this fast-paced grown-up adult world. Yeah. So as we are weary, I think of the things that we would like to try to incorporate. And some of the first things that come to mind is playing a video game together, going to the movies. Let's go for a walk. Let's go try out a new restaurant or let's just do something silly that we haven't ever done before. Like let's try to paint along with Bob Ross <laughs> or let's try to make a, you know, Valentine cookie that we recipe that we've never tried before. Like there's things like that can be, can be so playful. We haven't done it in a long time, but one time a couple of years ago, we literally said just the two of us, no one else. Hey, do you want to play hide and go seek in our house? <laughs> Because we were trying to initiate more childlike play. And yes. I mean, years later, I still remember it. It was it so was silly. It was so silly. We were so ridiculous. It was so much fun. Oh, that's so good. You saying that kind of reminded me of something else. Silly, sweet, fun, playful that we did years ago. We got to go to Disney World. And I remember we were at Epcot. And as we were leaving... Uh, or making our way towards the exit, the fireworks show is going off. And instead of just sitting and standing and watching it, because we'd already walked, I don't know how long that day, and we're on the complete opposite end of the park from the entrance, you know, we could have walked that whole distance and just been like, oh, my feet hurt so bad. I'm so tired. I'm so uh, whatever. Or let's just sit here and watch the fireworks so that we can get a break. No, we <laughs> decided let's have fun with this. And we literally jumped and skipped and you twirled me. We danced all the way to the exit giggling hundreds of yards hundreds of yards while there's fireworks just going off in the background it literally felt like a movie and we were just these playful children in this movie and i think that is the spirit of play even when your feet do hurt and even when you are ready to just get to the car and i could sit here and try to document every second of this moment on my phone i could step fully into the moment mm -hmm. and play with the person I'm with as much as I can. Yeah. And in that, it has to come from that genuine, authentic place. It can't be like, Joy. okay, well, we don't want to be tired. So we're going to play. <laughs> like, We don't want to be tired. So grin and bear it. Like it wasn't a grin and bear it thing. It was a, I would rather spend this last chunk of this time being playful and silly and giggling than focusing on all of the reasons why I'm weary. And I think that's one of the most beneficial parts of having a playful spirit. So maybe you are like us and you feel weary and tired and worn out. And, and maybe you are able to identify why it, it's X, Y, or Z. Or maybe you've gone through the list and you're like, no, all those things check out. I'm just tired. <laughs> um, <laughs> then we encourage you 
find that spirit of play again. Not necessarily find a time like, well, I'm always busy. And so if I ever get a Friday or if I ever get a Saturday, then maybe I could play. Find a moment in the middle of the weariness and in the chaos to initiate play and bring play into the equation. Yeah. Playfulness is so important. And maybe, like we're saying, maybe for you it's not playfulness. Maybe you literally need rest. Maybe you literally need to set better boundaries on your schedule. Maybe you literally need to take a break from people that it drains you to be around. Like Drew said, go through and evaluate those things. For us, what we've come to is we need to incorporate some more play. What's tricky about that for us is we know how to enjoy things while we're doing them, but I think there is something very beneficial and very holy about setting aside time to rest in a playful way. One of my favorite things about you, Kelsey, is that as a human and in our marriage, you have a natural knack for finding the play. (laughs) You're a baby of your family, and so you're naturally going to gravitate towards, let's have fun. You're a seven on the Enneagram, so you're naturally going to gravitate towards, let's stay up late and party, and I am a nine. (laughs) Also, hold up. By party, I mean I want to drink a Dr. Pepper and eat some popcorn and watch a movie. Yes. That, Majority that is, of the time. That's what, or that watch is, a sermon. That's what I mean. By or party. read a book or <laughs> yeah. And then me, I'm, I'm a nine on the Enneagram. Uh-huh. I feel like between the two of us, I might be more responsible sometimes. Not like you're not responsible, but I'm you like. You put responsibility on yourself oof. more than I do. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's kind of hard to receive, but that's true. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. No, no, no. It's true. That wasn't me. It's fair. <laughs> it's fair. But one of my favorite things about you is you're like, Hey, I know we have all those things to do, but we're always going to have something to do. So we might as well have fun while we're doing it. We might as well take a break to go have a nap or go watch a show or, you know, pull over and go eat at that place. I I know we have food at home, Drew, but like, let's live a little bit. And (laughs) you just have such a good sparkle in your eye to find the fun and find the joy. Thank you. That means a lot. I do enjoy having fun. And I think that's part of relationship is the balance of it. It's good to have both. And you're definitely not always bringing me down. And I'm not ever like keeping you way too in the clouds. We have a good balance about it. And maybe that's something that can be helpful for you in this type of season. Pay attention to your own personality. How do you recharge? Those kinds of things can be helpful too to know, how can I not feel so weary in this moment? Is it an element of play that you're missing that usually you as a person have with you all the time? Is it an element like what you're saying, your Enneagram 9 and, you know, peace is a big deal. Like where has the peace been disturbed? And maybe you can tap into that. Those elements of our personalities can really point to our relationship with the Lord, our relationship with other people and our relationship with ourselves. So for your personality, it might mean saying yes to the friend group when they ask you to go out for dinner or go out for to go play top golf or whatever. <laughs> what you really need to do is just say yes. Or for you, what it really might be is to say no, because you need time for yourself. You need to recharge. You need to go turn your mental and emotional battery off, you know, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Like Kelsey just said, find the balance. And there is something I'm mindful of is the responsibility I feel like responsibility is what holds us back from rest. Responsibility holds us back from play. Responsibility holds us back from so many things, I think. And maybe this is just, you know, my personality talking, but there is something about responsibility that just weighs on us. Even, I think you mentioned it earlier about, oh, I just, I've got to go. I got to do this. I got to work. This is the, this is the life I'm in. I want to get to this goal. I have this goal. it's exhausting. Like you can spend your whole life chasing an American dream. And then at the end of your life, be like, man, I never had fun. Hmm. I never rested. 
I'm glad that I have the things that I have, but there's a lot that we can lose by only ever always being weighed down by responsibilities. We can't take the job with us when we leave, and we can't take materialistic things when we leave. It's exactly what you said earlier about let the little children come. Children don't have jobs. Children don't have that responsibility weighing on them. There's something about freedom in Christ that can bring a lot of aid to the weariness that we often feel. So to those today who are weary, if you feel overwhelmed, if you feel like you really just need a long, hard nap, or if you feel that (laughs) like, man, I haven't played in a long time, or it may mean you need a vegetable, or you need (laughs) to drink some more water, or you need to set firmer boundaries with exhausting people in your lives, whatever it is. To those who are weary, we just want to root for you. We are so for you. We believe in you. We know that the Lord has a special season of healing and rest and play for you. Should you choose it? (laughs) Because that's our choice, right? Like we get to choose... We could choose to stay weary and to not have fun. That's good, Kelsey. Um, So that to say, if you're looking for permission, you have permission. You have permission from the good shepherd to sit beside a quiet stream of water. You have permission to eat a vegetable instead of more fast food. You have permission to set a boundary. You have permission to rest. You have permission to play. You are doing such a good job at everything you're being handed right now, and you have the permission to navigate it well by not carrying it all the time. You can set it down for a second to take a nap, and after the nap, pick it back up, take care of what you need to take care of. You have permission to pour into yourself spiritually. Whether you're a minister, whether you do something else, whether you're a college student, single, dating, engaged, married, you have permission to deepen your relationship with the Father. You have permission to rebuke the enemy. Jesus gave us that authority to rebuke the enemy from our homes and from our hearts. You are capable. You are enough. You're not behind. You're not running late. You're exactly where you need to be. And you have all of the skills and ability to choose rest, to choose play, to choose joy, to choose light, to choose peace, to choose health. You're not running out of time. God owns time. He is outside of time. He can make anything work within whatever kind of time frame he wants. You're not running out of time. You can rest. You can play. You can enjoy this life because Christ came so that we would have life and have it to the full. Abundant, abundant life. If when you started this podcast, your weariness level was at a 9 or 10, hopefully after talking about this and hearing about this, that level has gone down. And if not, we encourage you to pray and consult the Father about all these things. We want to thank you all for sitting in this vulnerability with me and Kelsey. Yes. It's not easy to talk about all this, especially these days where like podcasts are supposed to be professional and you're supposed (laughs) to speak and pour. And and today we just felt like, no, none of that stuff is, is meant for yeah, today. and we're ve- we always are very interested in being genuine and authentic. So we really appreciate all of you who listen and are able to receive this authenticity. If this is where we're at right now, things are good. We love life. We love the Lord, but we are in a tired place, and we're just going to have a conversation about that. So thank you for listening, and we hope, like Drew said, this can be an encouragement if you're in a similar place.
we're not perfect. We don't have it all together. Is our marriage healthy? Yes. Do we have lots of fun? Yes. Do we feel lots of purpose and drive? Of course Mm -hmm. we do. But we think it's very important to show authenticity and not perfection. And so please receive this authentic version of people who are struggling, (laughs) who love the Lord, who are giving it their best, but are tired and weary. Yeah. So walk in freedom, choose play, choose rest, and we'll see y'all soon.